Jealousy and romance is like salt and food. A little can enhance the savor, but too much can spoil the pleasure and, under certain circumstances, even be life-threatening. Maya Angelou Last episode, we discussed love is kind. Now we want to focus on something that love is not. Today, we're talking about how love is not envious. Hi, I'm Michelle Hayes. And I'm Isaac Hayes. And you're listening to... My Little Family. So today we want to discuss envy, jealousy, but really on a small level. We really don't want to get too deep into it because honestly, this is really deep stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we could really dive too deep into it. And I think we want to do this in bite-sized chunks. What do you say? Yeah, because last thing we want you guys to do is like get out your dictionaries and research papers and all sorts of other stuff. <laughs> you know, really, we, <laughs> the goal of this, I think, is really just enjoy it while you're taking your jog or you're, you're uh, moving, I don't know, moving your people around to your Wait, different th- places. Wait, there's no quiz at the end? What? Mm, I thought we were trying to make scholars over here. Uh, so I think uh, I think one of the things that I do want to say is that, you know, our main goal is really to show you that love is this, not that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what our series is going to be based on for the next few episodes. Yeah. And uh, the intention here is that, you know, love is one of those things that oftentimes we say, oh, you can't define love. And because you don't define it, you get it into some really freaky, messed up stuff. For sure. That, you, that, that honestly is not really love. There, yeah. You can call that other stuff you can call that you know uh passion you can call it other stuff but it's not really love uh, right. love has love has some things that all hum- humans should recognize and uh that's why we're we're kind of you know developing those things and if you're in a long-term relationship it's important to have those things established right right so defining things is extremely important because we want to make sure that everybody is on the same page that you as a couple are on the same page and so today we want to talk about how jealousy or envy can affect uh your life such as jealousy within our life roles like careers friendships um you know parenthood etc um we also want to talk about jealousy in comparison how there can be jealousy in work or jealousy even in relationships. So what do you say, Isaac? Yeah, and I think we really uh, start all of that journey on the first question, which is what is envy? You know, I've thought about this and I, I was thinking that if I were to boil it down to a baseline, like say just to the essential of what is envy, what is jealousy? Um, I would call it a lack of contentment that is based on comparison. Like you compare yourself and then you just feel bitterness, you know, because there's this lack of contentment with what you have. It's actually very um, astute of you. And uh, I will say that actually that's what scholars uh, uh, agree with you. There are several studies that actually basically show that um, in for envy to essentially exist, Mm -hmm. uh, that it's necessary for people one to to have some sort of like you know you're not going to be envious of the president right if the president gets a a a new check for or new car you're like okay yeah cool 
Good for you. Well, yeah, unless if you are a runner-up or like another candidate for a president. Exactly, but you would be jealous if something good happened to the president and you were like the candidate that yeah. didn't get elected, yeah. right? That's going to create envy or that's going to create jealousy. In Probably. other words, you kind of have to have something. You have to be in the same ballpark to be able to compare yourself. And that's why envy doesn't really happen. I'm not envious of, let's say, you know, I don't know... Uh, Vladimir Putin. I don't know. You know, <laughs> just I'm not in. Yeah, wow, that one's a where, where did that Carey. come from? Uh, maybe, Mariah yeah, I'm example. not envious of Mariah Carey because a um, million reasons. But <laughs> I was trying to say somebody that's like really far away. I'm not measuring myself up against her. You know, like I'm sure you don't measure yourself up against some of these like you know world leaders. Of course. Um, yeah. You know, maybe. Maybe. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I guess. I chose Vlad, my friend Vlad. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because he's like so so far away. No, no, I told uh, (laughs) you because he's like, you know, in Russia and we're we're here in You're just trying to find an extreme? Yeah, I'm trying to find somebody that's like super far away. You found an extreme, Isaac. Oh, yes. (laughs) I think we stepped on the extreme button right there. (laughs) Bomb. There's like all sorts of people. (laughs) Let's pick a different person. I just got canceled in so many universes. (laughs) You were Um, canceled. uh, Somebody is shutting this podcast down right now <laughs> there's like some russian hacker <laughs> what what did you say uh anyways okay, let's reel um, back. Sorry. <laughs> really back sorry okay. about that um so yeah you're not going to compare yourself with uh, somebody that's kind of way out there instead you're going to compare yourself really with somebody that's kind of close by somebody yeah. that has uh comparisons to you and that's what actually the research shows oh, right okay. um uh, another thing kind of interesting about the research that uh, really kind of kind of establishes that baseline is that today in society a lot more people are depressed, right? Really? Yeah. Um. Uh. There's been a lot of studies that you know there's a lot of mental health awareness, which is very yeah, important. Yeah. Yeah. That's trending. And uh, um, part of part of some of the studies is that social media may actually have a strong effect on some of the reasons why people are becoming more and more depressed and having mm. issues in or struggling with depression. Oh. And there's different there's different studies out there. So I'm yeah. not going to get into that which one's right. I'm just saying that there's data out there, right? Yeah. Um, but overall, the concept or the curve of most of that research basically is trying to uh, pinpoint the style of comparison that social media opens up yeah. versus in before, you know, you never really thought about, uh, you know, do I have enough money to do live your life? Let's say way before social media existed, you just kind of thought, Hey, I, I, I'm doing great. And, and my neighbors, you know, they have similar cars to me and so on and so forth. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, you know, if you see some young guy or young girl mm-hmm. in Instagram or Facebook or you, the min, you know, Snapchat, whatever. Yeah. And you see them having driving a, a a car that's much better than yours, and they're younger than you are. You're like, right. how how can how can you have that? I'm struggling so much just to go through college or just to go through whatever. Yeah, and it's it, it hurts because now you say. You see people that seem to look like you, right. seem to have comparison aspects to mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. and they, you know, sometimes it, it's even fictitious, but still the envy is there. Yeah, right. and yeah. so uh, a lot of studies, uh, uh, especially when it comes to envy, um, uh, that uh, were done uh, by, um, and I'm not going to pronounce these names correctly, but um, mm-hmm. Yan Hui Xiang and uh, Xia Dong and uh, Ya. 
Yashu Zhao, I think. In okay. the, uh, Sorry, the psych- guys, if, if you're listening and we're butchering your name, we're Psy- reading it, but... Um. <laughs> in Psychiatry Investigation <laughs> Magazine, um, uh, there was a, they, they, their quote was, envy directly increases the likelihood of getting depression and as well increases the possibility of depression becoming long-term as it erodes social support what does this mean like in plain english isaac so basically the more you are envious of people mm-hmm. you actually are creating distances from the very people that can help you sometimes you know we've all seen this right you know you start cutting because you're comparing yourself and you're in you know to others yeah you're actually pushing yourself kind of into a corner oh and you're you're re- you're removing yourself from being able to get help from people and see that's why you know when we talk about love is this not that that is not love no in that that is clearly not a situation that produces love so like envy is going to be like a chip on your shoulder that makes you isolate yourself and live in your own little corner yeah absolutely okay. yeah. Ah. yeah i can see that right whenever i feel Especially like when I'm in a new situation and I or in a new social circle, and I feel different than the others, I do tend to um, have that feeling like um, comparing myself, and I I I can isolate myself, and that just only damages me, and it doesn't make me move forward. However, that is not pertinent to talking about relationships. So let me bring it back to relationships, and you know I have a joke. Uh, do you want to hear it? Sure, go have at it. <laughs> I have a joke about jealousy or enviousness. So let me tell you, guys, if you've already heard it, sorry, you're going to hear it again, but let me go ahead and say it. So there's this man who adored his wife so much, but he couldn't help but wonder if she really was faithful to their relationship. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah, so what he did is he often called her when he was out at work to check to see if she was at home. Okay. So the phone would ring, 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 ring. Hey babe, where are you? So he'd ask her and she'd say, Oh, I'm at home. My love. Are you sure? Yes. She would answer. Uh, then please turn on the blender. So guess what? the blender would turn on so the husband would be convinced and he'd say okay my love thank you so much i love you i'll see you later and he'd hang up but that would you know that scenario would play over and over and over again (laughs) for days and then one day the husband decided to go home without letting his wife know just on short notice okay so when he arrived home, he found the child because they had a child together. He found okay. that he found the child. That's important for this conversation. This is very important. Yeah, because here's what happens. He sees the child and he says, hey, son, why are you at home alone? Where's your mom? And so the son says, I don't know. Mom went out with a blender. <laughs> Get it? Uh, I'm laughing because I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> Going out with a blender, plugging in real quick. This is a dad joke. <laughs> Actually, it's a mom joke. Uh, <laughs> mom jokes are a thing, you guys. At least in this household, mom jokes are the thing. Yeah. The roles are reversed here, friends. Roles are this, reversed. Yeah, just for this part. Just for this um, part. As uh, but you know, f- I am kind of curious. Is like, can you imagine her? There's like two ways you can go with this joke. You uh-huh. can go through this whole aspect like she's walking around like a weirdo in Dillard's. With a blender or in her purse. Like that, with a blender in her purse. <laughs> hey, wait a second. 
quickly. He's calling. I got to run over to uh, an a outlet. Plug. Give me a plug fast. <laughs> That would be actually funnier to imagine than yeah. the the one that I think it's going towards that she's you know cheating on him or something like that. Oh my gosh! Um, uh, but I th- I think it's more funny to just imagine that like I just picture her at Ross, crap. you know, just shopping at Ross. She's like throwing the the clothes or anything like that, <laughs> running. Oh my god, he's calling! Ah. You know, panic, sweating, trying to find a plug in the dressing the, room. For, I need a dress- plug. I need a plug. God, please, a plug. Oh my god, jo- Isaac, we're really diving into this joke deeply. Okay, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so let's talk about the thing that we're supposed to talk about. What do you think? So yeah, so jealousy. It's a. It's a. It's something that though like. I like how Maya Angelou phrased it, which is yeah. essentially there's a part of it that can be healthy, and um, and there's a part that's definitely not healthy. I'm I'm remembering, you know, th- there was a point in my life where I was traveling on the road a lot, and mm-hmm. I ended up because uh, uh, I was gigging a lot as a musician, and I did a lot of uh, just meeting a lot of different people, and uh, I remember um, just how important it was to listen to you and how yes. how those relationships were established <laughs> because um, in my mind, I was just like, oh, great. You know, I met this person. They're a great musician. Yeah. And let's just play together because, you know, we need it. I'm, I, I scratch... I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Mm-hmm. And and for the most part, yeah. But then there was sometimes that it just it there was something that I wouldn't notice and you would notice. And yeah, so, not 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 very much. But there was one or two occasions where I thought, okay, this girl has this look. <laughs> when you are together, there's like the eyes are looking kind of like it just I, I could sense something was not right. And I I was able to come to you, Isaac, and I was able to tell you, you know what? I love that you're trying to help out this new musician that's just starting out. But this new musician is having a lot of admiration in her eyes whenever you two are talking. And I think this could turn into an infatuation on her end. And I don't think that you should get too close. Yeah. And honestly, I can tell you that the first time you said that, I was confused. Right. Because I was like, no, no, it's not what it is. You go through a lot of range of emotions because you you feel like, hey, did I cause this or et cetera? Or was I doing something? Is there mistrust? Is there mistrust and all this sort of stuff? But I realized that the the more important, I guess, shall we call it adult thing to do or whatever, Mm -hmm. was to just trust you and, and believe that if you were noticing something and I wasn't noticing it and I didn't you know, pick up on it, that you're probably right. You, you're very, you're, and, and I should just let things go. So what we, so what I did is I just said, Hey, you know what? I'm going to do it. Whatever it is that you need to do and how I need to adjust, we're going to adjust it. And I, I created some of those social distances Mm -hmm. to avoid some of those situations. God knows what, maybe, you know, even if, even if you were wrong, it still worked. Yeah. And you know what? A real quick, easy fix people is to always have a third party in the mix, okay? Yeah, that's true. That's a real quick fix, okay? If you want a quick fix to avoid situations that could turn into um, a risk, maybe bonding with someone who is, you know, not your spouse, and, and you want to avoid that kind of situation, because maybe your heart is pure, and you're like, nah, I don't have anything in mind, but the other person might, right? Just bring someone else into the party. Just have third person, 
no big deal. Have this, uh, you know, just state the rule. Like Isaac and I have this really easy rule. And it's like, we are not going to be alone with someone of the opposite gender with the door shut ever. And just, you know, blame your spouse. Say, hey, my husband and I, my wife and I, we have this agreement. So we're going to follow this through. And it, it clearly states to the other person, you are in a committed relationship, right? But what about like... Um, there are some instances when jealousy can go and, and dive off the deep end. And how can you tell Isaac if a relationship um, is having jealousy situations that are healthy or if they're harmful or damaging? Like, what is that line? Because balance, I'm all about balance. You're all about balance. Yeah. So how do we teeter-totter that little balance? You know, Michelle, I, I'm glad you're asking the question, but I'm going to be absolutely honest with all you guys. It, it's not easy. Right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's one of those things that you really have to have certain things that yeah. help you achieve this already. So I'll talk about something that to me has been kind of a godsend. Right. Uh-huh. And before I talk about that, let me give you an illustration. Right. So um, there's a fame, uh, well, not a famous, but a very well known person that I know. And, and maybe, uh, maybe you people out there have heard of this person, but I won't really mention their name. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not, it's not pertinent, but this person is well known enough that, uh, if he, if he walks in a room, everybody's like, you know, like the old joke of that's John Wayne, that's John Wayne. Oh. You know, the, there's an old joke that, okay. that, that was the, what they would say. Okay, well, what did this person do? So, uh, this person basically was in a meet in, in this kind of, you know, uh, luncheon with a, a bunch of different people. Okay. And, uh, um, as they were there, uh, he was trying to prove the point that you don't know who your real friends are. And he was trying to prove the point to a little circle that he was talking to that that real people tell you the truth. Okay. And they said, no, anybody, you know, it's like, yeah, but everybody, they were talking about how, no, you know, sometimes it's hard to tell the truth because, you know, it's going to hurt them. It's going to, and he said, okay, watch, I'll prove it to you. He said, um, I guarantee you that in this room, and he had to. He was the speaker for that evening. Uh-huh. I guarantee you that in this room, nobody's going to tell me that I have uh, avocado on my nose. Avocado on his so nose. So he grabbed some of the dip from the taco bar, That's and so he gross. put avocado on his so nose gross. in the grossest way. Okay. Like, well, I mean, it was like it was pretty obvious. Like Weird. you could not avoid seeing that he had avocado on his nose. It's like so, when someone has something on their teeth, and you're just like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but like cilantro on my teeth is oh, like yeah. the heebie-jeebies. Did you hear Isaac? Did you hear guys? Did you hear Isaac's Spanish there? He did not say cilantro. cilantro. No, no, cilantro. Porque somos de México. I said cilantro. Arriba México. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway, so um, so uh, he had avocado on his nose, and he starts walking around to the party, and he said he made a bet that he could get to uh, more than five people. Right. And that nobody would say that he had to it. The truth okay. is he got to like 12 people. Oh, my gosh. So not a single, you know, he got to 12 people before somebody actually told him that he had avocado on his nose. And you know, Take they were talking he talked, wait, No, yes, they talked Probably. for about, he ended up talking for like 30, 40 minutes oh my before somebody told him he had avocado on his nose. Seriously. See, socially, we have this problem that we are not able to tell each other the truth. And that's the biggest problem when you're having jealousy issues or yeah. you're having envy issues is that you, most people don't want to surround themselves with people that will tell them the truth. They probably didn't feel that trust to just let them know, hey, dude, you've got like something on your nose. 
But see, <laughs> that, but that's whose fault is that, though? Yeah. Um, uh, oftentimes, whose fault? And the, the answer is, you are. Yeah. You know, um, the answer is, if you have people that won't tell you the truth, yeah. that's your fault, man. Yeah. That's your fault. Well, it wasn't his fault. He was walking up to these people, right? He didn't surround himself. With, yeah, I guess these so. weren't his true. close friends, but it proves a point, right? It proves exactly. a point that we—they're not his close friends, so it reveals people, right? There's that lack of relationship. There's that lack of trust, and then they right, don't. Very true. Sorry, I guess I should say that. That's that's yeah. Fair. They're yeah. they're strangers, kind of. I mean, they know him, but he doesn't know them because he's at a luncheon for you know with people that are there to hear him speak, but um. You know, I bet you if he was maybe doing that at Thanksgiving dinner with his family. They would have said something pretty quick. Maybe, because there was that relationship and that trust amongst each other. Well, I don't know if it was my family. (laughs) (laughs) I just threw my family under the bus. No, I didn't mean that. I know your brothers would tell you straight up. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say is if it's my family, either A, they would totally tell me, but (laughs) they would tell me so that they could make fun of me. Or B, they wouldn't tell me at all so that they could make fun of me longer. Let me tell you something, baby. I would tell you straight away. I know you would. (laughs) I know you would. <laughs> Which does probably... You're my avocado friend. I'm your avocado lover. <laughs> but that does lead to say, you know, um, surround your people... You surround yourself with people who tell you, you know, your truths. Yeah. Is that where you were going? That's basically it. You need to surround yourself with that. And if you don't have that, then find that. It's better to have... Uh, my grandpa um, used to say, um, it's better to have... A friend that tells that that disagrees with you and doesn't mm-hmm. tell you, you know, that you know they'll they'll fight with you politically and all this other stuff. But value those and cherish those friendships, because it's better to have that friendship than to surround yourself with people that just basically, you know, um, tell you exactly what you want to hear. Right. Because um, uh, you'll go all together to to the whatever road of uh perdition if that is where you're headed yeah uh and you'll go you know dancing and singing along the yellow brick road (laughs) of crap (laughs) the yellow brick road of crap (laughs) of crap yeah we're not this yellow brick road does not lead to the road of crap yellow brick road of crap Listen, it doesn't take you to the the, the beautiful town of Isaac, Oz. We have so much to talk about, and hold on, let me just talk about this thing, you know, because <laughs> I think we're just going to grow the crap. I am going to get so much for that. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz, the trick, what the, the thir- third, right? They did two episodes. I mean, two movies. Now we're going to what do a great the third. movie. Actually. We are really losing it. Okay, let me go back. So, okay, um, I had originally asked you something that I had an answer to because I'm tricky like that which is how can you tell if your envy or jealousy is healthy or unhealthy right and Uh then that led to all of this conversation we've been having but i wanted to say something i was hoping you would say it but i'm gonna say it sure please okay because obviously i'm not capable of coming up with (laughs) you don't say the answer i was fishing for okay even though it's in our notes I was hoping you'd find it right away in our notes, like good, Sometimes, like a good scholarly boy. Like a good scholarly boy. <laughs> you, get a gold you get nothing, Isaac. No, no notes. gold circle for me. I mean, no gold star. Jeez, that's cruel. Uh, well, you didn't look at your notes, baby. It's right there. Okay. Anyway, I wrote it, which is why I wanted you to say what I wrote, and I guess I'll say I think it I myself. I wrote some pretty good stuff. <laughs> 
Okay, what was I going to say? Yeah, jealousy. Is it healthy or not healthy? Okay, here's the thing that I've been thinking. And we had a whole discussion before recording, but okay. Of course. I'll say it. Fine. So I feel like when you have envy or jealousy that protects the relationship, mm-hmm. that is healthy. That is yeah. good. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Because you're brilliant. protecting each other together. You're seeing yourself as a unit. But when you have jealousy or envy that has to do with being in control, Ooh, being in charge. That's a big word, mm-hmm. control. That's a danger word yeah, for I mean, relationships. You th- you're thinking of yourself higher than the other partner. Mm. You're trying, you know, you're trying to control the situation or um, you're trying to just um, act out of fear. Mm hmm. For losing something so you in the, in the end it's just you're trying to get a grip on it a hard grip mm-hmm. then that that does not that is not love yeah love yeah. is this not that right so love protects yeah. love protects the relationship it, yeah. love does not control the relationship because that's a selfish motive right that's brilliant I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is. It's really good. I like that. I Thank love you. that. That that what you said. It, yeah. One day we probably need to go over just the whole concept of how destructive control can be. But right. that's a whole different podcast. Right. Um, so yeah, that was where I was trying to lead us. I see that was in the notes. See, if you okay. look back, but well, you skipped it. I guess because it all looks, you know. <laughs> Tiny. <laughs> so, hey, there's lots of other stuff to talk about. Do you want to say anything else about... Um, so, I did kind of, you know, I know we're kind relationships, of... Relationships, yeah. We, we, we'll, we'll kind of switch a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about roles, right? Roles. As well, because uh, um, we have jealousy in relationships, and, and we kind of talked a little bit about that. Yeah. But also, I think that in sometimes you can have not a problem with that, right? Let's say you have a partner and you're, you're, you're with somebody that, that essentially is... is one of those healthy partners that's not, you know, making you feel like you always have to be and guarded to, about the not relationship. Not to brag, but that's us, honestly. That's yeah. never been an issue, thank God. Um, but we do have our own personal issues. Of course. We'll get which to that. We do. And that's, we'll share with you. Which is something that, that we kind of need to talk about. Jealousy and roles can mm-hmm. also be different things because, you know, in life, you're going to play different roles. You know, sometimes uh, you got to be the doctor. Not real doctor, but I mean, in the sense, the person that cares, yeah. you know, dishes out the medicine for the kids, takes care of those different things, make sure that you remember this and that. And I think that it's uh, very, uh, you know, to say that it's always, oh, women do that, that's very sexist. And yeah. also, or that uh, men have to do this, that's also sexist. But the concept that that we, we talk about is that everybody has different roles, right? Yeah. And at different times, we can play different roles in life, mm-hmm. right? And so we can have jealousy or envy in those roles, um, for example. Um, uh, and it can also be somewhat of a healthy jealousy, and sometimes it can go into an unhealthy situation. It really depends on how you're looking at that. Okay. One of the things that Michelle and I have uh, struggled throughout our marriage is really having just equality when it comes to cleanliness in the home, right? And I'm going to be absolutely honest. I'm not a pig. Let's be first. I'm not a pig. <clears throat> And uh, <laughs> it's because this is this is the hard part of having this conversation. Because as soon as you have the conversation, people are like, "Oh my God, he's a pig! He's a, he's a pig! He's a pig!" So yes, messy. he is so messy. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not messy at all, or any of that nature. But Michelle is also. Oh come on, Michelle is also messy. <laughs> But Michelle is really, really great and diligent about cleaning all the time. And I appreciate 
she's she just likes things ordered and neat. And the truth is, I like my it's nest. amazing. It's amazing how she creates the house and how clean it is all the time. But Oy. the truth is, as amazing as it is, it's a lot of pressure. And, <laughs> uh, and, and that's the kind of part where sometimes it's created situations where either A, she's envious of the fact that I don't right. freak out that yeah. the dish was on the coffee table for three, four hours. And three, four hours, uh, three you or guys. Four hours. Oh my God, that's a long time. Oh my God, baby. <laughs> Have you ever gone <laughs> if you to finish, a college if you finish, put it apartment? <laughs> yeah, my wife is like, one dish on the coffee yeah. table. One dish. I am literally saying, did I say one? One dish one per dish. day? So Anywho. It, the, the point See, though is you that- you hear the conflict here? <laughs> there's conflict. Yeah. Uh, anyways- <laughs> So the point though is that there's there's been definitely and obviously we're we're kind of minimizing the situation, but yeah. sometimes it definitely has created tension. It, yeah. It's created tension, and that tension sometimes has happened in enviousness both yeah. ways. I would say, and I'll be absolutely honest, I think that I have been the pighead or the difficult person here um, in this relationship in this side, and I've probably made this problem last much longer than it should have lasted. But yeah. I think that I've overcome it over the years a lot more than I, I did at the beginning. Yeah, guys, I mean, just stick it out. Something is hard to go through that doesn't mean anything personal. Just stick it out and keep working with it. For me, what's been helpful is to not take things like I literally say this out loud. I don't think I don't know if I've ever told you this, uh-huh. Isaac, but I tell myself this. Isaac is not doing this to offend me. Mm. Isaac is doing this because his priorities are different than mine. There can definitely be jealousy in roles. Yeah, you know he's successful. He he has uh, this, or maybe she's successful. Right. right, she's doing. You know, she's going out working, and she comes back, and he's not doing. There's so many different situations yeah. where enviousness and jealousy can can happen. Yeah, because we've chosen to do these roles, and I think that it's it's so important to sit down and talk. And, and come on the same page and understand where you guys are coming from in perspectives and exchanging those perspectives so yeah. that that enviousness can't take root and destroy your relationship. You did talk about this in our last podcast, I want to say, I think. And it was where I got my career first and then you went and got yours later. Yeah. And that was a source of conflict because it had to do with self-esteem, right? Yeah, it did. It, it, it hurt. Yeah. And so me being able to be the moneymaker for a bit... Um, and then you having to be a student while I was a money maker, that was hard on our relationship. That was yeah. a test that we had to face or, um, it could be any way, right? It doesn't ha- matter what gender it is, but to be able to say, okay, my job makes more money. So that must mean I'm more, more important or what I do is more successful. Yeah. That can be a source of hurt. Yeah, in a relationship. That, absolutely. And it doesn't need to be because no. the reality is it should be a it should be something like, wow, this is so lucky. This yeah. is so good. This is so blessed. Support, right? yeah. Support of each other. You know, but once you fall into that comparison, that envy, you could really hurt your relationship. Yeah. So um, there, there's th- those things are just things that you need to find yourself and go again, go back. Am I having this envy? Am I experiencing these jealousy situations? And definitely, like Michelle says, if it is it a healthy 
situation. Yeah. And don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. It only cheats you and it cheats everybody else. Maybe a good friend could Take a be good a friend. person who could give you a, a good feedback, like you said. Go yeah, ahead. and, and it, uh, find a good friend that can basically tell you, hey. A mentor uh, and mentor. And And guess what? If your friend has never, if he's your bro, like we say, right? Mm-hmm. If he's your bro, that's not him. <laughs> Trust me, that's not him. As if someone's inside with you every time. It's the one that you don't want to talk to because yeah, you think they're going even. to tell you exactly what yeah. you don't want to hear. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes you'd be surprised, but anyways, uh, that's a different story. So the the other is so we talked about uh, um, jealousy in comparison in the workplace and jealousy in relationships. So we want to kind of issue a challenge to you guys right and also jealousy and life wait roles. before you go into the challenge i just i know what? we're running long but i wanted to talk about jealousy in comparison because for women this can be a real thing i say okay and talk i bet to me you for it. men I too sure i bet you for all of us but um we do get to have these unrealistic expectations sometimes based on things that we you know that we pour our mind into Ooh. so you know, like somebody um, open a can of worms here. Yeah, <laughs> but I love it. Keep on going. I don't know if you're a reader and you enjoy reading romantic novels, or if you like to watch romantic movies, or any movie really, or any book. Um, I'm gonna you, say a really bad one. Yeah, or not a bad one. Just a, uh, I, I'm gonna say a controversial one. Better Go said. ahead. What are you talking about? Uh, you know, men they men oftentimes become addicted to porn. And uh, they create comparisons and they're envious of these situations. Nothing you can sit there and watch in that situation is going to bring a healthy relationship to you because everything is, none of that stuff's real. It's going to create all this imagery and stuff that that you can never live up to those expectations. Mm -hmm. And it's going to create your relationship always feeling like, it's insignificant compared to what compared you to, see. You know, movies or or series, TV shows or books. Um, the these kind of things can create a certain standard in um, in us where we compare our situation to this like novel or situation, and we have certain expectations from our partner that that just can't measure up because honestly, um, even in Instagram or Facebook, we're, we're basically looking at the cream of the crop, at the beautiful part, and we're not looking at the, you know, we're looking at the tip of the iceberg, but we're yeah. not looking at the root of the relationship. And that is not a good baseline for comparison also not to mention that every single human in the world in all of history is their own unique individual so there's no way you're going to get two people and compare them to another two people and get the same results it's just not going to happen so jealousy and comparison can be really really damaging um it is something that is not bad you know if you want to watch you know your movies or get on social media i'm not saying don't do it, but watch your heart and make sure you're not trying to compare your relationship with something else because, you know, they're two different things. Or just even talk out loud to yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. So as you kind of, you know, all of these things, it's like there's so many wonderful things about everything that you can do and experience in life. And uh, social media is actually one of those things, right? Mm -hmm. You can connect with so many different people around the world and share so many different things. You can experience all these wonderful things. It's just talk out loud to yourself. Am I feeling high because essentially 
strangers think I'm amazing and people that are around me think I'm a piece of crap. Maybe you're not using it in a healthy manner, yeah. right? You know, so, so you ask, ask yourself, be realistic to yourself, right. have a realistic talk. Envision yourself looking at yourself in the mirror and just tell yourself the business, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, if, if you're if if you don't like what you're telling yourself in the business, then it's a time to pull back or change or yeah. shift yeah. because essentially uh, don't go through life with blinders on. Right. You know, because essentially going through life with blinders on is a recipe for chaos and discontentment. Right. Which can lead to the loss of your relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I really want you to think about what is most important to you. What is most important? What do you want to What do you want to save? What do you want to rescue? What do you want to have? Uh, what is the most valuable thing? Then invest your time and your heart into that. Right. Let's challenge each other. This period of time, whenever you're listening to this podcast, that it is mm-hmm. uh, fight envy by finding three things in your relationship that you are grateful for. Because the greatest thing that you can do to fight envy is appreciate what, what you, you have. have. Yeah. Take time to, to demonstrate that gratitude or that gratefulness for some things that are really special about your partner. Yeah. Uh, find three things. Um, determine as well, if you are in a situation where you have some jealousy, whether that jealousy or that envy is healthy. Yeah. Is it protecting your relationship or is it controlling your relationship? Yeah. Is it fear-based or love-based? Where are you headed with that? So what do you say, Isaac? Are these good challenges? I, I, I think we need to take these on too. Yeah, I agree. So um, we'll take them on with you. Yeah. And we'd love to hear in your comments, either, you know, send us a Facebook uh um, comment or, 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 or chat us up in, uh, in, the, in the notes uh, there. You can send yeah. us even an email to the program. I'd uh, love to hear your feedback. Thank you guys so much for listening. And again, I'm Isaac Hayes. And I'm Michelle Hayes. And you're listening to My Little Family. <laughs>